Hello, and welcome to episode three of Control Alt Wow, the podcast dedicated to those of us who love World of Warcraft and have many alts. Today is December 31st, New Year's Eve, and this is episode three. So, what's been going on? I did a previous edition of episode 3 and I decided to redo it because I didn't like how short it was and I felt a little rushed and I'm going to try to make this episode less ummish. 2.0 brought out some really nice features. Of course everybody knows we're getting ready for Burning Crusade. One of the things I liked about 2.0 that I tried and I want to share with you is you can change your quick loot feature. Uh, it used to be that you had to shift and right click to do a uh, loot all. Well now if you go into your preferences, you can change it so that you can just right click to, sh to loot all. And then you have to shift if you want to, uh, to, select, to open the loot box so you can pick and choose what you want to take. One of the other things I did was I redid my talent trees. This was a lot of work when you have 18 alts. And in the past... I've been kind of like a kid in a candy shop. I know there's supposed to be certain preconceived uh, talents that you can pick or, or specs, as they're called. I'm not going to try to use any of the technical words. I just kind of go in and play and do the best I can. And every once in a while I read something or I hear something from a podcast that gets me going in the right direction. But, you know, I'm just here to have fun. So I haven't really focused on shadow rogue or whatever priest or whatever uh, one of the things I did I do try to focus on as a hunter is to give a lot of points to my beast mastery because I, I want my, my pets to be as strong as possible and there's a neat one at the bottom of the hunter's tree that gives you uh, bonding with spirit bonding with your pet so that when you're together you get uh, automatic regen of your mana and health a low percentage, but it's kind of neat. For those of us that are more, those of you that are more serious about your tree, talent trees, or who wants to become serious, World of Warcraft does have a talent tree tester for each of the class. I'll put a link to the basic hunter one, and then you can just substitute hunter for priest or rogue or shaman or whatever you, uh, you like. And it lets you experiment with different trees, and then you can print it out, and when you go to play, you can pick the ones you want. The reason why this is really interesting is because we all got fresh talent trees because of the new talent trees that came up. But like I said, I'm no expert in that, so I'm not going to focus too much on that. Uh, I've been doing some holiday quests, which I think are kind of neat. They kind of give you a little break from the normal quests that are out there, and... They give you some added special treats. There was a couple low-level ones that started in Ogremar and Iron Forge, such as um, the the gingerbread cookies to Father Great Father Winter. I actually got a jump on that one because I have an alt who was in Mulgar in the starting area. He's actually an orc, but I sent him over to the starting area for the Torians. And there are a lot of swoops over there, and we he actually got a whole bunch of eggs. And so when the first day that the gingerbread recipe was available from 
those uh, vendors, smoky something vendors. Uh, we I went over there and got the recipe and made cookies from most of my alts. I still didn't have enough eggs, but I refused, absolutely refused to go on AH and pay uh, Smoky Wood Pastures. That's the name of the vendors. They have the recipe for the gingerbread cookies. And Theo went out and got the recipe, made the cookies, and sent them to a bunch of my aunts. And they were able to complete that part of the father, Great Father Winter's quest. And if I'm not mistaken, I think if you haven't done Great Father Winter's quest and gone to deliver that book to uh, Karn Bloodhoof in uh, Thunder Bluff, <laughs> you might not get the other quest that the Smoky Wood Pastures vendor gives out. And the two that I saw, and I think there might even be a third one, like I mentioned in my holiday podcast, Alterax Mountain, go to find the stolen Wintervale treats, and then this rescue medicine, and you have to try to figure out where this dinosaur is. I completed both of those on two alts, and I completed uh, the stolen Wintervale on a couple of other alts, and that was kind of fun. One of the things you get is a little snowman costume, which was kind of neat. Another fun thing I did was I tried PVPing in Altrack Valley for half an hour. It is phenomenal. I understand why people like PVP, but it to me it just seems like utter chaos. But the horde won and I got three points three things of honor badges or whatever they're called. And I think I'm gonna try it again. I'm still don't think I'll ever become a big PvP thing. It kind of reminded me a lot of the um, Quake 4, uh, what was Quake 4 called? There was where they, Arena, Quake 4 Arena, where everybody was jumping around and running around and everything. But I'm st I noticed that there was some kind of strategy because you do have to get certain, uh, hold certain places like the farm and the lumber mill. And I was really grateful for whom, whoever was in there with me, they weren't very mean when I told them that I didn't know what I was doing, and I can see the attraction. Like I said, I'm not a big PvPer, but it was fun. Uh, I'd also like to mention a couple of podcasts that I listen to. One of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast is I am absolutely hooked on listening to podcasts about World of Warcraft, and after I go through what's available I find myself either listening to the same ones again or jonesing for some more and I'm gonna just mention two although there's a whole bunch that I listen to but World of Podcasts which is at worldofpodcast.blogspot.com and it can also be found on iTunes is it's not for everyone first of all because he does cuss a little bit and he warns you that there's going to be some profanity and a lot of times um, he sounds like an angry old man fussing about World of Warcraft which I think is funny because it just shows you the passion that World of Warcraft inspires in everyone and I'm hoping that I'm expressing some of that passion because it's so much more than just a game and there's so much to it that it really gets you going as far as creativity and uh, trying new things 
and it provides you with a, um, a pastime. And the other one is called World of Warcraft 1 through 70, and again, it's on uh, iTunes. And if you can, if you're into the cards, which is kind of neat, they do get into the cards part, but I, sorry guys, but I fast forward past the card part. And they actually go through some of the instances and some things step by step. And you can learn a lot from that too. And this brings me to the part of my podcast where I want to discuss something I call dual boxing. I am honored. Good luck. When I first started dual boxing, I did not know it was called dual boxing and that there was a whole uh, culture around it. All I knew was I had two accounts so that I could transfer things between my alts and the only way I could think of doing it was to run two computers which I was doing anyways I always need two computers because I love to multitask and I think dual boxing is one of the is a natural for people who multitask so what I have set up is my Mac Pro and my MacBook Pro side by side connected with an IO Gear KVM switch which with the controls I press the control key twice and it alternates between the two computers it also has a switch for video but because I use the screen from both computers I don't use that particular aspect of the KVM so I guess it's just a KM switch <laughs> the reason I started doing it was to transfer things between my alts but then I realized that it was very helpful for helping helping alts do do things such as um, leveling up or or I remember one time I had a uh, one of my hunters was in the caverns of Crushbridge in Altrek Mountains and she was there uh, farming some iron. I had a blacksmith that I was trying to get up high. And she was full, and I didn't want her to exactly go home and then come back. So I had one of my other characters ride up there, meet up with her, get all her stuff, and then come back and you know distribute her things so that she had less stuff in her inventory. Then one day I had two aunts on separate accounts who needed to complete a quest and that's when it occurred to me they could go together and it's not an easy thing because you have to constantly watch both screens and anyone who has a single character is not at a disadvantage I'm actually at a disadvantage because sometimes if I hit my buttons and transfer over to the wrong character and hit the wrong hotkey then I can make a big mistake and I've had both characters die and it's nothing sadder than dual boxing two characters running back to their bodies <laughs> but if you love alts and you love the challenge dual boxing is a lot of fun if anyone has any questions about dual boxing or have any ideas uh, you can give me a an email, send me an email at ctrl 
A-L-T-W-O-W at gmail.com. I was listening to another podcast and somebody said in some arena there's a guy (laughs) who has five characters on five different computers going at the same time. He's supposed to be really good at PvPing, but I think that's just a bit too much. Now, is this for everyone? No. Um, I definitely would not do this if I was in a guild or if I was questing with someone else. There have been a couple of times when I have been in, uh, I think I was in Whaling Cavern and uh, Razor Ford Downs, and I had someone come along and want to join my group. I do, um, you know, create a party with them. And then I set the uh, loot for free-for-all, so everybody can pick up something. And when someone asked me if they wanted to join, the first thing I said was, you know, I'm playing both characters, which most people find amusing. But, um, that's how I dual box. I know there are others out there like me. I'd love to hear from you. And that brings us to the end of this segment. Okay, World of Warcraft news according to Control Alt Wow. A couple of interesting articles. The links are on my blog at controlaltwow.blogspot.com. The first one was a little mention of World of Warcraft on New York Times in an article entitled The Year in Review Video Games. A little tongue in cheek article where Warcraft, World of Warcraft was nominated or was awarded Best Leap from Mere Game to Pop Culture Fixture. It goes on to say it may have first hit the market in late 2004 and it may have grown really popular in 2005, but 2006 was when the best online game yet established its place as the most far-fetching global game phenomenon since Pac-Man. Forget about the more than 7 million paying subscribers. Once an entire episode of South Park has been devoted to your game, you know you've arrived. You know, I guess that was kind of a momentous occasion. And although there were some aspects of the South Park episode I didn't like, it was kind of cute, and it was South Park. The other article I found was actually some guy's blog, and I got links to that in the show notes, that talks about the fact that he lost his account, which was... A level 60 human warlock with full tier 2 set, full grand marshal set, and more gold than you could ever ask for. He had been p- playing for almost a year, and he woke up Christmas morning to find out his character had been deleted. And after going to Blizzard and trying to find out what happened, it turns out that a couple of days before, he had replied to a phishing email about updating his credit card information. Now, we all know if someone sends you an email that says you need to upgrade your update your credit card information, you totally ignore it. You don't even click on the link. You just go straight to your account through another window and see if you need it. And Nine times out of ten, it's not even an issue. Unfortunately, this guy did do it, and then Someone changed, uh, went into his account, and what I'm kind of curious about, though, is 
in order for the guy to do this, he would have had to reset his password. So why didn't the guy notice that his password had been reset? His, um, the story goes on to say that he's hiring a private detective, or he hired a private detective. He found the guy who did this, and now he's taking legal action. This should create some interesting precedent in the future, and I would love to get your ideas or thoughts on this whole situation. And while I feel for the guy, it is a kind of a weird situation. And that brings us to the end of World of Warcraft news. Please send me an email at controlaltwow, C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W at gmail.com. So this brings us to server shout-out. And since I haven't gotten any email, I think you all know my email address by now. I'm going to just do a couple of server shout-outs from my own. Lightning Hoof, that's the server I started on. It's a PvP server, and I started with a great guild called Fetid Inner Horde, which was a takeoff of a play on words or something that happened on Second Life. Uh, if you want to know about it, or if you do know anything about it, email me, and I'd love to discuss it. It was a great little, I don't even know what you would call it, but it was an interesting situation on Second Life. But it brought me to World of Warcraft, so I'm happy it existed. And also, I'd like to shout out to the server I play on, Elaria. My guild is Legion of Dread. If you have a bunch of alts and you just want to be able to uh, keep them all together, just send me a PST, that's a Prillian, and I'll invite you to the guild. And I want to give a little shout out to The Determined, which is the guild that most of Legion of Dread left to join. And they are a great raiding guild, and I'm glad that... Uh, they found a home with those guys. And you can find uh, more information about The Determined at thedetermined.net. And I'll have a link to that as well in my show notes. So that's server shout-out for our December 31st, 2006 episode of Control-Alt-Wow. This brings us to the segment I call In the House. And it basically deals with stuff that's going on outside of World of Warcraft that is affected by what's going on inside of World of Warcraft. In particular, uh, my vacation is coming up and I was thinking about going to Macworld. Originally I was going to say I changed my mind, but I'm still vacillating. I'm... Last year, the same time, I took the train from the East Coast, where I live, to California, San Francisco, for Macworld. I had a great time. I have a data plan on my cell phone that links to my Mac, well, my PowerBook at the time. Now I have a MacBook Pro. And I was able to play World of Warcraft on the train almost the whole time, except for a few minutes going through the Rockies, or a few hours going through the Rockies. Why they don't have cell phones coverage in the Rockies, I don't know. It seemed like an ideal place for me. I mean, yes, it was very pretty. Oh, look at the mountains. Look at the snow. But I would rather have been playing World of Warcraft. Plus, it was also around the time that the keynote was being 
released and we couldn't even get updates for the keynote because we didn't have signal. And once I got to San Francisco, I had a ball at Macworld <clears throat> and they released the new MacBook Pro, which I knew they were going to, but that's another podcast. And I also got to meet some people from Blizzard who were, who was at MacBook at, who was at Macworld and uh got to see how World of Warcraft would play on the Intel Macs and was assured that they would have the client ready, which they did. And now I'm a little bit hesitant because if I stay home, even though I did have the data plan and the connection, it's not like DSL. It's not like broadband. And if I stay home, I have more time to prepare for Burning Crusade. Um, there's no gym on the train. And I've been doing pretty well with going to the gym four times a week. And I go to the gym, as I've mentioned before, so that I can play World of Warcraft. Which is nice to connect the two because it's very, you know, World of Warcraft is motivating and we all need our exercise. The other thing is I don't know if I'd be able to upload the podcast. or, But then again, I could do a podcast from World, from Macworld and that would be interesting. So, any thoughts? I still have until next Friday, January 5th, to make up my mind. Should I stay or should I go? And the other thing I was thinking about, I've been watching eBay for these stupid turtle mount loot cards from the card game. And every time I go through Booty Bay... And I see that long shot guy standing there. Now he has a bodyguard sitting on a turtle mount. And he also has a, a hippograph pet flying around him. I, I hope you know what I'm talking about. There's um, loot cards in the decks of the uh, World of Warcraft card games that will allow you to, if you scratch them, you'll get the... Uh, Option. You'll get the. You'll be able to go into the game, and go to Booty Bay and give this guy the code, and he will give you the mount for whichever character you choose to have that mount on. The thing about it that's so absolutely silly is that it's um, it's not even a speed mount. It's not even a like a forty level forty mount. It's just a mount that you ride that goes at the same pace that you walk and. <laughs> I know that if I go on eBay and the last one went for $91, my husband would be, well, he probably wouldn't be too upset, but it's not something I really want to do. So I'm interested in knowing if anyone has made any purchases like this that has affected your home life in any way. And send me your emails to controlaltwow at gmail.com c-t-r-l-a-l-t-w-o-w at gmail.com now we're going to talk about the burning crusade yes I'm in the burning crusade beta and it's you know it creates a kind of a conflict and I've noticed some of my other friends online on World of Warcraft experiencing the same thing in fact it was kind of funny because I saw some people who I knew had beta keys playing world of, playing the regular World of Warcraft. And I was like, well, what are you doing playing regular World of Warcraft if you have a beta key? 
And this is the, the thing that happens is when you go over to Beta and you see, you get little glimpses of what it's going to be like come January 16th, 2007, and you think, ooh, I better go and do this, or I better get stock up on these things. And I think that's what happens a lot. So I've been trying to do as much in beta as I can, and with the dual boxing I can actually do a lot of stuff on the regular World of Warcraft on one computer. And I only have the beta installed on one computer on at one time as per the terms of service. There was a discussion in the uh, beta forums because some kid was uh, in between parents. One of his parents was getting divorced, or his parents were getting divorced, and he was moving between one and the other, and he wanted to know if he could put the beta on both computers. Oh, well, there's always some issue. One thing I've noticed, and I wondered if anybody else out there had noticed, but the blood elves, the NPC blood elves, females, some of them, in the starting area and in Silvermoon sound a little bit like um, Buffy, Sarah Michelle Jeller, I think her real name is. If anybody else has noticed that, uh, give me a holler, let me know. I'm sure you know my email address by now. We know that there are other actors, uh, such as Michael Dorn and others, who have lent their voice to World of Warcraft. And it'd be interesting. She does look kind of blood elfish like, doesn't she? The other thing I've been doing is because of the portal, the translocator that I mentioned in the holiday episode of World of Warcraft, of <laughs> Control Alt Wow, I was able to get my blood elf level 14 over to silver pine forest and i've been able to uh, level her up pretty fast because there's no one else over there in the actual blood elf areas there were a lot of people and the neat thing is when i do manage when we when i do get my blood elf come january 16th 2007 i will be able to have some surprises because I won't know all the blood elf uh, quests over there. Well, I'm going to head back sooner or later. Right now I'm trying to get a warg which is one of those wolves in Silver Pine Forest and there is a hunter bug that I hope they'll release, fixed by the release that takes a long time to tame an animal but she's having a lot of fun and it's kind of neat to see a blood elf in the Silver Pine Forest. Another neat thing I've noticed in the Burning Crusade is there's a, another category within the jewel crafting. There's many aspects to jewel crafting. I kind of like that. There's, it's not just a gather, get recipe, create type thing. One of the things is you can make these stone guardians that are like little mini priest healers. They are soul bound, which is kind of... Uh, not nice, but what happens is um, you create them out of the rocks that you get when you mine. You start off with the rough rock and then the coarse and so on. And when you activate them, they will heal you. And it's, I'll, I have a couple of screenshots I'm going to put in the show notes. And they last for a few seconds. And they're just enough to, that if you're at that last moment where some mob is about to take you down and you... They're kind of like totems, except that when they heal you, they look kind of like you 
when you're a warlock and you're healing your one of your uh, pets or your succubus or you know and it's kind of neat and I'm looking forward to that so until we get some server comparisons I'm gonna substitute this segment for server comparisons this segment is called favorite places in WoW and I'd love to hear from other people to know what their favorite places are um, there are so many beautiful places in WoW I really have to salute their art or whomever does these things because they are absolutely gorgeous and one of my favorite places well, one of my favorite areas for the atmosphere and the questing is Angora Crater and if you go to Marshall's Refuge in Angora Crater you'll see a cave in the back and if you go into this cave it's full of the crystals that you can find around Angora and the crystals have a special uh, property and they can be used to create all sorts of buffs which you'll find out once you I think you have to be 47 before you can get the buffs or get the quest that, that uh, collecting the crystals will make useful I think they appeal to some of us and I know that when I first saw these crystals when I first found Angora Crater and there were so many things in there first of all it's like a prehistoric area they have these pterodactyls and these uh, dinosaur things and they have these walking flowers that are kind of cool and there are a bunch of stuff you can it's a great place for farming in fact a lot of uh, bots and stuff can be found in here unfortunately but there's um, these savage fungs and this angora soil that's excellent for putting on AH because they can be used to uh, get fact get reputation with certain factions later on in the game towards the end game or what was what was the end game because now the end game is going to be 60 to 70 and the other thing is it's just beautiful it's lush and if you go into this cave and I'm including a screenshot in my show notes there it's just this beautiful crystals all different colors they kind of shimmer it's really pretty and then the rest of Vangora is pretty there's some interesting parts to it and some very uh, what I consider fun quests and if you're a skinner there's a lot of things to skin and there's little mineral and so I designate Angora Crater as one of my favorite places in WoW. Okay, of course, I have no emails because I just started. <laughs> but, you know, I have an outline that I'm going to try to stick to, which was at the suggestion of my husband. And so this will be the part where you could, where I would read your emails. And you would tell me whether I suck or if my P's are too loud or if my voice quality isn't proper or if I should have more background music I don't know I always find background music very distracting so I just kind of put it in the transition um, any suggestions any questions um, it would be really nice and I'll try not to say um so much so if that was one of your emails you can keep that one okay and that brings us to the end of another episode of control alt Wow. And we're going to close out with some tips and hints. 
First of all, if you're new to alt and you've never made one, one significant reason for having an alt is to have what is called a bank or a mule character. It's a great place where you can store stuff and it's a good place to keep money so that you don't accidentally spend it. Sometimes on the auction house, <clears throat> excuse me, they can trick you with different prices and you'll see something that's 20, a stack of 20 and then you'll scroll down and you'll click on something and you think that that's what you're buying and it really says something like an absorbent amount of gold, a large amount of gold <laughs> and I've fallen for this once with a small amount of money I paid I think um, one gold for two rugged leathers when I thought I was getting 20 rugged leathers or something like that but if you have your money on your bank instead of on your active characters this won't happen also it's a great place you know the bank fills up fast your inventory fills up fast it's very expensive to buy a, another bag in the bank I think the first one is 10 silver the first, second one is one gold the third one is 10 gold and then they're all 25 gold after that but if you don't have the 25 gold then you just get a, a mule and you can send stuff to them another trick is that when you mail stuff to your your mule or another character if it's something that you might want in the future you can always hit return and then send it back to you and then it sits in your mailbox and at this point you can get to it when you want to but not have it take up a spot in your inventory so say um, you have some rugged leather that you're gonna make something out of but you don't really wanna you know you hate to be out there especially like in an instance or farming or something and you get that you can't take that because your inventory is full but if it's right at your mailbox then the next time you get back to a mailbox and you're ready to make something out of that rugged leather or use that iron bars or whatever then you can go in your mailbox click bam you have it and it stays there for 30 days and <clears throat> after 30 days it just gets returned back to your mule I think oh, no if you hit return it doesn't get returned but you want to just get it out of there before 30 days now, a couple of other tips I have is there is something an add-on called character viewer I haven't noticed if it's been updated for 2.0 but once it's updated it actually lets you see what your other characters have which is very valuable and my third tip for today is about in, if you have an enchanter and you probably already know this but you can always before you um, enable something that's bound on equip make sure your enchanter can't enchant it because you can mail it to her she can enchant it and mail it back to you or he um, you know because you can't if you only have one account and your enchanters one of those one of your alts you won't be able to be face to face to do the enchantment but you can do the mail thing and uh, I think that's gonna be it for episode three of control alt wow I look forward to hearing your emails, feedbacks. I'm on iTunes now. Um, check out my blog at controlaltwow.blogspot.com. That's C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W dot blogspot.com. And 
the email address is at gmail.com. And it's on iTunes. You might have to do a search right now for Control-Alt-Wow with the spaces. Hopefully, if I get popular enough, I'll be on one of those uh, front page thingies. And uh, Happy New Year. Oh, almost forgot. Go to Ogremar, go to Thunder Bluff, go to any of the cities. Get you some New Year's cheer. I believe there's going to be fireworks tonight. And celebrate the New Year's in World of Warcraft. And this is Aprilian from the Alaria server signing off for now. If you ever need anything,